The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. You're in the marketplace of liberty. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci on the Blaze Radio Network. So I don't know about you, but Armageddon's here. The government shut down last night at midnight. If you listen to the Conservative Cartel yesterday, you know, every news outlet in the country had a countdown clock and it was funny to me I, I mean look yeah the government shut down yes it's going to affect some people yes we don't know whose fault it may or may not be but you know what that's why you have me welcome to the conservative cartel this saturday morning as i am live matt lock from the nine line apparel studios on the Blaze Radio Network. If you'd like to be part of the program this morning, I would love for you to give me a call. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open. 888-933-93. Now, I want to just say thank you for finding me on your internet device or your radio dial. I want to give a quick shout out to our terrestrial stations carrying this live this morning. Talk 92.1 out of Valdosta, Georgia. Talk 1075 out of Jasper, Florida, and of course, Talk 1330 out of Carrollton, Georgia on the Talk America Radio Network or TalkAmericaRadio.us. You can also find me on Spreaker.com, iTunes, and of course, iHeartRadio. You can get the conservative cartel on the go. But look, it's all the rage today. It's all the rage today. I want to thank all of those of you who found us on the conservative cartel Facebook page. Give it a like, follow, and a share. We need, get this. Here's the, here is the goal for this show today. We need 120 likes to hit 5,000. Let's go on the Conservative Cartel Facebook page. 120 likes to get to 5,000. I want to be over that 5,000 like mark by the end of the show today. you got three hours. Go find your friends, your family, your neighbors, uh, anybody who loves this country. Tell them to like the Conservative Cartel. But here we are. I mean, we're going to talk about the shutdown. We're going to talk about whose fault it is. We're going to talk about DACA, the deferred action on childhood arrivals. We're going to talk, is it a Schumer shutdown? Is it a Trump shutdown? CNN has lost their mind and actually done some real journalism. We're going to talk about that this hour. We're going to get into probably what I would call the biggest story going right now that not a lot of people are paying attention to, this FISA memo. This memo that is so appalling that we have conservative uh, politicians saying, oh, my God, it's shocking. If you only knew what was going on behind the scenes, America will never be the same. (laughs) If that's the case, we probably ought to know about it. So we're going to get into the FISA memo. We're going to get into Watergate, Bannon, FBI, Fusion GPS, all of the expenses that supposedly the FBI paid for this steel dossier. And in hour three. We're going to talk about sanctuary cities. We're going to talk about ICE. We're going to talk about the fake news awards that came out last week. And in the middle of all of that, we're going to honor our heroes in the first hour, bottom of this first hour. And we're going to welcome Noah Well, Noah Wall, Noah Wall to the program from Freedom Works. Can't read my own writing. Noah Wall from Freedom Works this morning, who's going to talk about the tax reform. So let's get into this. 
this Schumer shutdown. I mean, hashtags are flying. All you see is hashtag after hashtag. It's kind of funny the world we live in because I went to Twitter last night. I have to, I go to bed early on Friday nights because I have a show. I have the show to do early Saturday morning. I mean, we're here at around six thirty in the morning, and I'm up at five thirty. Now I'm not a morning guy, but we've got the show on Saturday morning, so I go to bed early. So I did not get to stay up till midnight when the government shut down last night. So I don't know if there was a tremor or a little shake. You know, I don't I don't know what happened, but I woke up this morning and the coffee pot still worked and my black rifle coffee still tasted the same and everything was going on. Now, mind you, I understand some of you and I'm I'm reading some comments here on the Facebook page of the Conservative Cartel and some of you are affected. In, in, in my heart goes out to you, by the way. You know, I know several people who are going to be affected by this shutdown. And it sucks because I'm going to get into that too. It always seems as if the people that should have the money don't. Like our troops are not going to get paid, even though our politicians are. It, it makes zero sense. But yet here we are. Now, welfare still gets paid. They're going to still get their welfare checks. They're still going to get their Social Security. You're still going to get all that stuff because the only thing that happens with a government shutdown is the non-essential parts of the government stop working. They get furloughed. For those of you in Corona, Indiana, it means you get a little vacation. You don't go to work. You wait to see what happens. And then when all of this is done, you come back to work. You get retroactive pay, and away we go. So... You're going to lose money now, unfortunately, and I feel bad for those who are, but in the end, you're going to be paid. It'll be interesting to see how long this lasts. And I looked at producer Ron this morning. I said, you know, here's what we ought to do. You know, those little, I don't know what they're called. They're like betting boards. What you do for the Super Bowl. I'm normally every year and I'm not going to do it this year because I haven't watched any football and you know, but they've got these betting boards. And, and they're squares, and they have the scores of each quarter of what it will be, and then you buy a square on that betting board, and at the end, when the, the quarter comes to an end, you do your little thing, and horizontal and vertical, and it comes to that box, and whoever's that box and that score at that quarter wins that money. Well, we ought to have a betting board on how long the, con- the, 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 the shutdown, the government shutdown is going to last. Because here's the thing, I'm going to get knee deep into this in the next segment. So I'm going to get this out here right now. The State of the Union address is coming up January 30th. That means it's going to be on a Tuesday, right? Because the 29th is a Monday because we're leaving for Vegas tomorrow for the SHOT Show, by the way. So we've got about nine days before this State of the Union address that Trump's going to go on. By the way. Today's the one-year anniversary of Trump's inauguration. So we're at one year. We're going to talk a little bit about what's happened in the first year of Trump's presidency. But we've got this State of the Union looming over our heads. Now, I have to tell you, I think, this is just my personal belief, I think that this will be done before the State of the Union. And I love that idea, by the way, Ryan Havel. I'm going to have to get into that here in a minute, but. I'll get into that in a second segment. I think that before 
January 30th. This will be concluded, and I'm going to get in this and tell you why in depth in the next segment. So stick around. Now, Ryan Havel just came up with a really great idea, Ron Phillips, that we may want to run with here. Did you see it? I saw it, but I don't know if I could do it right now. Well, no, we wouldn't do it right now, but we would look. We'll see if we can get this set up. You know, look, if the government shutdown goes past this weekend, maybe Ron and I will work on this this afternoon or tomorrow. Maybe we'll put a board together and you can donate to the conservative cartel, and we will take all of those proceeds and give them to a charity of the choice and probably would be the Nine Line Foundation, be quite honest, because they're our main sponsors. But let's see what we can do here. Maybe we set up a board and we release all these this money to the charity, to a, a veteran troop charity. I love that idea. Love that idea. See, you guys run the ball this morning. I love it. Keep it up. Fantastic. But I got th- I, I put three questions into the Facebook live section of the show this morning. And they are, does the government shutdown affect you? Is the FISA memo as big as Watergate? And should sanctuary city mayors go to jail? So I'll open up. I'm going to open up the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888-900-3393. Let's get to the first question. Does the government shutdown affect you and how? Give me a call. I want to hear if you're affected by the government shutdown. I want to hear how, what you're going to do, and what your thoughts are on how long it's going to be when you when we might be seeing something happen and what your view of it is because at this point i'm watching as the media is trying to play this off on each side and ron i spoke too soon <laughs> i'm looking at fox news right now now we have a counter it's been nine hours and 12 minutes since the government shut down i mean these these media hoes is all i have to say they hoe themselves out for the greatest sensationalism they can. And this is even Fox News, so you know CNN's got it. You know everybody else has got it, that the media, this is so ridiculous. Nine hours and 12 minutes since the government shut down. Oh, it's Armageddon. Crazy, but here we are. So look, we've got polls. We've got the blame game. We've got Schumer heading to the White House. We've got CNN of all places, who actually came out yesterday and did some actual journalism. I mean, I'm astounded too, by the way. I I, I couldn't believe it when I saw it, but look, we're going to get into all of that and much, much more. So stick around. Go get a friend. The conservative cartel is going to roll on this Saturday morning. The conservative cartel on the Blaze Radio Network. Here's Matt Block and Rocky Stucci. So the shutdown's here. Who's to blame? Who is to blame? Because the blame game is running rampant this morning on Capitol Hill. We have the right and left scurrying around like little rats on a burning ship. But who is to blame? Because I have an article here from the Washington Compost 
Democrats will lose shutdown if public blames their amnesty push. Welcome back to the conservative cartel, your voice of liberty, Matt Locke, this morning live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios on the Blaze Radio Network. If you'd like to be part of the program, here's how you do it. Give me a call on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888-900-3393. Now, I'm seeing a lot of great comments on the Conservative Cartel Facebook page. And a lot of people are irritated. They're mad, and, and, and as they should be, because they're saying, look, if I don't go to work, I don't get paid. That's the way it works in the real world, unfortunately. In, in, in the world of make-believe, there on Capitol Hill, that is not the way it works. But here is the thing. Here is the thing that I find amazing is that the Democratic Party has went so far off the rails in the reservation that Donald Trump is president. I mean, let's, let's, just, let's just go right back to what this actually, let's talk about why this happens or why it is happening. The left, a year later, is still pissed off that Donald Trump is now our president. I mean, that is the underlying factor of this government shutdown. And I've been throwing this, I've been throwing this premise back and forth over the last few days with producer Ron. And I'm like, Ron, the reason the left is shutting down the government is because they have to take the onus. They have to take the press away from how great things are doing. I mean, I was looking at my phone this morning. I was looking at my phone this morning. I've been doing this all week on the cartel. And I pull up my little stock app on my Apple phone. By the way, Apple, Tim Cook, 25,000 new jobs. Producer Ron, did you hear that? Apple is going to bring 25,000 new jobs to America. Now, you said this the other day, Producer Ron. You're like, Tim Cook, this is crazy. He's a Democrat. What the heck's going on here? Why would Tim Cook come out and say that this is because of Donald Trump, right? Yeah. We, we were talking about this. It's crazy, right? You wouldn't expect Tim Cook to come out and say this about Donald Trump, would you? No, not at all. Not, it, especially not Tim Cook. It, right. So you look at this. Thank you, Producer Ron. Stock market way up. Jobs coming back to America. Fiat Chrysler says, hey, we're going to move the production of our vehicles from Mexico to Detroit. I mean, we have all of this fantastic economic news. We have all of this fantastic unemployment news. Jobs, unemployment, the black unemployment, Latino unemployment, the wall. Everything that's going on right now is all fantastic news for Donald Trump. So what does the Democratic Party do? They go to the radical fringes of their party and they shut the government down because what does it do what have you watched i mean if you've been watching news for the last five days all you've seen is government shutdown oh armageddon's coming oh you got oh grandma's gonna be thrown over the cliff social security checks are gonna stop coming she's gonna be eating dog food i mean it's been this scare tactic government shutdown. You're not hearing about the economy. 
not hearing about Apple. And then Apple, I mean, Tim Cook comes out. This is a big blow to the left. The left knows they're in trouble. The left knows that the jig is up. And on top of all of this, an hour or two, I'm going to get to this memo. Supposedly there is proof, and I'm not going to dig too deep into it this hour because we got to get to the shutdown first. But supposedly there is truth in a memo that Barack Obama, the DOJ, and the FBI all colluded on this Trump-Russia collusion and that it's going to change our country and democracy as we know it. And all of this is coming out. So, and again, as you look at all this stuff, you can say, smokescreen. Here we are. The Democratic Party has no choice but to hang with the very extreme fringe of their party to shut this government down. Because in the end, think about what they want to do. In the end, they want 800,000 illegal aliens to be citizens of this country. And it's not even 800,000. I'm reading an article this morning where it's upwards of 3.5 million. You know, so even that's coming from the Washington Post. But I've got this story here from the Washington Post. Democrats will lose shutdown if the public blames them for their amnesty push. Now it says the Democrats' 2018 chances will be damaged by the government shutdown if voters blame the Democrats' pro-amnesty agenda, a Washington report, a Washington Post report admitted Thursday evening. Now, I want you to think about this for a second because this is the this is the way that it's being set up in the media. And Donald Trump, by the way, Donald Trump went that went to Twitter this morning. I was reading it at the breakfast table this morning, and once again, here we are. We're at a point where this is why the left doesn't want Donald Trump on Twitter. They don't want him anywhere near the sanctuary cities because Trump can get the message out that this is because of amnesty. This is because of DACA, which right now, DACA shouldn't even be on the board. We have until March. I mean, it's literally January 20th. We have until March to get DACA taken care of. So why is DACA, the Deferred Action on Childhood Arrivals, even attached to this bill? So we don't have a a, a weak need, Nancy Pants, no spine Republican in the office. So now Donald Trump is driving the right to do the right thing. Because I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again, and I'm going to get to your phone call, Richard, here from New York. Donald Trump ran on the wall. Donald Trump knows he's not dumb. He's been 10 steps ahead of the uh, of the media. The fake news awards are coming up in hour three. I mean, that was brilliant on his part, but he's been 10 steps in front of the media. He's been 10 steps in front of the Democrats, and he's at least 30 steps in front of his own party because they're a bunch of knuckleheads. But he knows that if this wall doesn't get built, if this wall doesn't get funded, and if he doesn't do something, November 18th is November of 2018 is a bloodbath for the right. Now, going to head to... Head to the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. We got Big Rich on the phone. Big Rich, how are you from New York? What's going on, dude? Good morning, my brother. I'm feeling too happy, man. You know this this Chuck E. Cheese Schumer. He he pissed me off last night with his nonsense. Chucky, oh. hold on, Chuck E. Cheese Schumer. I like that. Go ahead. Yes, he pissed me off. He he has to go to go in front of the TV, 
to his explanation, knowing that the, that the president has a deal already in the table. People agree upon it, and he's going to go and flip and say that the president was the one who had it. It's, it's his fault. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, Rich, 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 hold on. You knew this was coming. I mean, you've got the media apparatus. You have the Democratic Party. You've got everything set up. It's always going to be the Republicans' fault, even though you and I, with common sense, know that it's not. Go ahead. And also, regarding these mayors that want to keep these illegals in there, listen, strip them, lock them up, strip them from their position. They no longer have, they no longer will be mayors. They will be stripped, put them in jail, let them go through the system, see how much they're going to like that. But it's a disgrace what they're trying to do. It is, Big Rich. It is. Hey, thanks for the call, Big Rich, from the state of New York, a true patriot, a longtime follower of the conservative cartel. Thank you very much, Rich, for the call. Certainly appreciate it. But he's right. We're going to get to the Sanctuary City stuff in the third hour, so I'm going to let that lie for now. But he's right. But look, let's talk about what happened yesterday a little bit because Donald Trump called Chuck Schumer to the White House. Now, you may be asking yourself, why didn't he call Schumer and McConnell? Because they're they, you know, Schumer's the minority leader in the Senate, and of course McConnell's the majority leader in the Senate. You would think that he would have both of those gentlemen together as he did. Now, here's what I think happened because this was a big story yesterday. And if you noticed, if you paid any attention, let me give you a little bit of the the, the the 311 here. Schumer got called to the White House. As soon as he left the White House, he didn't go jump in front of any camera like he normally does. I mean, if you ever notice with the Democrats, they, they want to get out in front of the press because the press is friendly. I mean, it, it's a friendly field for them. It, they'll, they'll carry their narrative. As soon as Schumer left the White House, he didn't jump in front of any camera. He jumped in his little black SUV, headed back to the Capitol, and once he got out of the White House, out of that vicinity, and back to the Senate, then he said very few words, by the way, very uncharacteristic of Chuck Schumer. So I'm going to tell you what happened. One New York guy to another New York guy, one with a bigger stick than old Mr. Schumer has, called him to the White House and said, you know, Chuck, this thing's going down. This is your Titanic. You don't want to tie yourself to this boat because you will go down because the release the memo, the hashtag release the memo, the FISA memo, the FISA memo, it's coming. I mean, everybody up in Washington knows this is coming, but yet this is the last ditch effort. I believe by the left to save this sinking ship. I, I don't think there's any other way you can, you can say this. The left knows the game's over. They know it's only a matter of time before this all comes out. I mean, we've been looking at this, and the left's been daring us. Well, you, Donald Trump, you prove, you prove that Obama wiretapped you. Okay, hold my beer. Give me a second, because I'm going to. And they are. But here we are. You've got a Democratic Party. I've been telling producer Ron this all week. The reason we are in a government shutdown this morning is because the Democratic Party needs you to look at something else. They need you. You ever notice what the Democratic Party does when something really big's about ready to explode? They come unhinged, they change the subject, and they get the media to go off on another tangent so that you forget what's going on. We're not going to forget what's going on. The memo, the FISA memo is coming up in hour two. Release the memos. That's right, America. Release the memos. It's coming. And the Democratic Party knows it. They're going down in flames. The ship's on fire. And all they're doing is moving deck chairs. As it goes down. I mean, this is coming. Trump knows it's coming. We're, it, it, and look, finally, 
We have a president negotiating from a position of power for the American people. It's so refreshing. But on the other side, honoring our heroes and then right back to the government shutdown. You're going to want to go grab a friend, let them know the conservative cartel's on, get the word out, like, share, follow. Let's get going. Lots of stuff yet coming. The conservative cartel rolls on this Saturday morning. Be right back. The conservative cartel returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Place of Liberty, the Conservative Cartel on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, welcome back to the Conservative Cartel. And once again, it is that time. It's the bottom of the hour, the first hour. What does that mean? The Conservative Cartel honoring our heroes. Now, our hero today, Deputy U.S. Marshal Christopher David Hill. Deputy U.S. Marshal Christopher Hill was shot and killed in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, while attempting to to serve in a restaurant with another member of the Middle Pennsylvania Fugitive Task Force. The task force had located a woman who was wanted for making terroristic threats at a home in the 1800 block of Mulberry Street at approximately 6.30 a.m. on Thursday morning. As they attempted to take the woman into custody, a man inside the home opened fire on them, striking Deputy Marshall Hill and two local task force officers. One of the wounded officers was able to return fire and killed the subject. Deputy Marshal Hill was transported to a local hospital where he succumbed to his wounds. Now, Deputy Marshal Hill was a U.S. Army veteran and had served with the United States Marshal Service for 11 years. He is survived by his wife and his two children. So our deepest gratitude and thanks go out to Deputy U.S. Marshal Christopher David Hill. We here at the Conservative Cartel honor you, sir. And we hope that your family finds peace and comfort in the days to come. So welcome back to the conservative cartel. Matt Locke here, your voice of liberty, live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios here in the beautiful city of Fort Worth, Texas, on the Blaze Radio Network. If you'd like to be part of the program, we would love to hear from you today. 888 on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. Now, look, here's what we've done. We've been having some great conversation, by the way, on the Conservative Cartel Facebook page. And if you would do me a huge favor, like, follow, and share that. We needed 120 likes starting this morning to be at 5,000. We would love to hit that before the end of the show, so get that done. But there's been some really good talk going on about this shutdown, because we are in a government shutdown. It's Armageddon. I know. So, producer Ron and I discussed this at the break. And here's what we've come up with. We, we were talking about a board like a Super Bowl deal with quarters, but we're going to do something different. You know here at the conservative cartel, as you just heard, we honor our heroes. We love our military, our first responders, our firefighters, police officers. We love them. And we're teamed up with, with two fantastic companies, Nine Line Apparel and Black Rifle Coffee. And you can find both of them at NineLineApparel.com or BlackRifleCoffee.com. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to open up our donation box. We have a donation link on the conservative cartel. 
for the show. And, and, and we've gotten some donations, and thank you to those who have donated to the show. We certainly appreciate that. But if you go to donorbox.org forward slash the conservative cartel, for any donation that comes in from now until the government shutdown ends, we will donate every penny to the Nine Line Foundation charity. Our great sponsor and the the main, the, the only sponsor that the conservative cartel backs. So any dollar amount that comes in from now through the time the government ends the shutdown, we will donate every penny, every penny to the Nine, Nine Line Foundation charity. So help us out. Help us do that. Donorbox.org. So it's D-O-N-O-R-B-O-X dot org, O-R-G, forward slash the conservative cartel. Spread the word far and wide. Let's take care of these foundations. That foundation, by the way, builds houses for disabled veterans, for veterans that have been uh, in war, who have lost limbs, who need ramps. They build homes for these people and i'm seeing ron's point up that ron i can't i can't what does that say i can't read it no i just put the link on the okay so the the link is up on the conservative cartel facebook page and sorry my tv is all the way across the room here but it is up the link is up on the facebook page please head over there everything you donate will go to the nine line foundation charity every penny we're not like the clinton global initiative where 94 cents of every dollar comes to us in six cents to them, every penny will be donated. And I'll tell you what, we will announce the day the government shuts down, we will announce the final number of what is being sent to the Nine Line Foundation charity. So get out there, tell your friends, tell your family, spread the word, give us some help. Let's take care of these veterans. Let's take care of these folks. The government shut down. Let's do something good. Let's make something good happen. And let me tell you about something good happening. CNN, the Clinton News network for better terms Aaron Burnett now I don't I know a lot of you don't watch CNN like me I mean I watch it a little bit I don't pay a lot of attention to it for most part I listen to Fox News I go to the blaze.com I go to Breitbart I go to a lot of you know drudge I go to a lot of these right-leaning you know websites I do go to CNN.com and Mother Jones and Salon and other stuff to get some other point of views but Aaron Burnett went after a uh, Ed Markey, Democrat Ed Markey. And, and she said, look, isn't this hostage-taking? You know, that was the term you used in 2013 when Ted Cruz and a few other Republicans blocked the government funding to try to force the repeal of Obamacare. Remember that? I mean, Ted Cruz was the devil, air quotes. But... She says you can't deny people essential government services just because you didn't get your way on some other policy. Now, here we are, she says, five years later, and Democrats are prepared to deny those same services because they haven't gotten their way on the DREAM Act, the amnesty with essentially no strings attached. Burnett couldn't help noticing, and when she confronted Ed Markey about it, all he could do was yammer about how it was Republicans, not the Democrats, and who are supposedly holding the DREAMers hostage so the first offer from the republicans said let's look look let's fund the government and let's pass a dream amnesty because both sides want to do it and in return 
you can give us some concessions on chain migration in the wall. Republicans had no choice but to use Dream as leverage for those concessions, despite their support for the policy, because Democrats are incredibly reluctant to tighten any kind of admission policies under the best of circumstances. What did Schumer say? What Chuck Schumer? No. Won't do it. We'll give you a few billion and a little bit of mad money for border improvements, but we're not going to do anything that might move the U.S. towards skill-based criteria for immigrants and away from the bring the whole family policies here. Remember the, you know, the RAISE Act, the merit-based immigration? Yeah. So second offer comes from the Republicans. Okay? We're stuck on the dream deal. Let's table the whole immigration issue for now and instead agree to fund the government and extend CHIP long-term, which is the Childhood Insurance Program, as both sides want to do this. Right? We'll come back to the dream, the dreamers afterwards when we're not facing a hard deadline. And what does Chuck Schumer say? No. Nope. Won't do it. The amnesty fat fanatics in my base refuse to let us sign on to any funding deal that doesn't include the dreamers. Even though not only is DACA still in effect, the feds are letting enrollees renew their enrollments as we currently speak. No one's being deported. It's not going into effect. We actually have until March. This is not Armageddon. Nothing's going to happen. That's the deal, right? So the third and final offer from the Republicans. Since, since you Democrats are hung up on amnesty and you're worried about voting for a bill that does, doesn't include it, let's temporarily change the rules so that we don't have to vote for the bill at all. So Mitch McConnell went to the floor last night and asked for a unanimous consent from the Senate to let Republicans pass a funding bill with only 50 votes. And it actually got... It, it it actually went through last night. The vote in the Senate was 51-49. So it would have passed on a straight 50-vote bill. So at this point, the only thing you can take away is that the Democrats wanted this to, to shut down. And as I said in this last segment, this is not something that they can get away from because they need to divert your attention from what is really going on. And as CNN is, has, has ran into this, what I would call they fell down into some truth. I mean, they had a, a momentary point of clarity where, unbelievably, they found some facts. Erin Burnett might be fired tomorrow. She might already not be having a job. I mean, you can't be going around on CNN telling the truth. I mean, you don't, you're not going to get any more fake awards, fake news awards, if you keep doing that. We're going to talk about that in hour three. But, you know, the basic problem with this current funding standoff is the same basic problem it's always been when it comes to immigration. Democrats are simply too radical. They need the underclass. They need the voting block. They need these illegals to come in because they've used up and they've they've completely exhausted the African-American community. And now that the African-American community is seeing record low unemployment, they're losing a voting block so bring in the next voting block bring in the next pack of suckers and look on the other side we're going to wrap all this up with a great big bow and uh we're going to move on because we'll see what happens i don't think it's going to be anything extravagant the conservative cartel rolls on this saturday morning the conservative cartel will return on the blaze radio network
conservative cartel with Matt Rock and Rocky Stucci, only on the Blaze Radio Network. So I went to the Donald Trump Twitter page, and I'm going to tell you, it is fantastically accurate. It's right on the money, and the Democratic Party hates it because 19 minutes ago, Donald Trump tweeted, Democrats are holding our military hostage over their desire to have unchecked illegal immigration. Can't let that happen. In 19 minutes, it's literally had 20,000 likes, 6,000 retweets, and 8,500 comments. If you start doing that math, in 19 minutes, he's reached 35,000 people. Now multiply that out over the next eight hours. That's why the media can't stand the fact that Donald Trump can talk to you directly. Welcome back to the conservative cartel. My name is Matt Locke, your voice of Liberty this morning on the blaze radio network live, by the way, from the nine line apparel studios. If you want to be part of the program, would love to hear from you. The black rifle coffee hotline is open at triple eight, 933 Now I'm going to say this again. I'm going to, I might say this every segment for the rest of the show. The cartel. We've had great ideas coming from the conservative cartel Facebook page about this whole government shutdown money, all that kind of stuff. So here's what we're going to do. Here's our part. If you go head over to donorbox.org forward slash the conservative cartel and you donate to our program from right now, from this very moment, from this show on, Until the government shutdown ends, we will donate 100% of that money to the Nine Line Foundation charity. So tell everybody you know, we'll take care of our veterans. We'll donate to a great cause. Let's turn this into, let's turn this into something that is positive. Let's not let these idiotic politicians work their stupidity on the American people. Let's get some money. Let's get some money up there. Let's get some money donated. Let's help out these guys because the Nine Line Foundation helps veterans who come back from war. They build them houses. They help them with disabilities. They use that money, and it benefits these veterans coming back, and it's absolutely fantastic. And we stand behind Nine Line Apparel, who is a, an amazing veteran-owned company. We would love to do this, so we'll let them know we're doing it. You let everybody you know. If you would do us a huge favor, I'm going to put that donorbox.org link into the comments. Share that everywhere. Now, look, here's the deal. Donald Trump, three hours ago, tweeted, America first. Three hours ago. For those asking, the Republicans only have 51 votes in the Senate, and they need 60. That is why we need to win more Republicans in the 2018 election. We can then be even tougher on crime and the border and even better to our military and our veterans. He says Democrats four hours ago, Democrats are far more concerned with illegal immigrants than they are with our great military or safety at our dangerous southern border. They could have easily made a deal but decided to play shut down politics instead. Hashtag we need more Republicans in 18 in, in order to power through this mess. I mean, the guy is, it, look, the guy's a genius. You can say what you want to say. The guy is a genius. And, and look, article out from Breitbart, Pentagon, troops will not be paid if government shuts down this week. That is crazy. We need to pay our men and women who are fighting for the safety 
of this country, but they're always the one caught in the middle. Now, before I get to that article, I've got Jim on, on the phone from Minnesota. He's on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. Jim, how are you doing this morning, sir? Welcome to the Conservative Cartel. I'm doing fine, Rocky. Yeah. It's Matt, I'm, by the way. Know, it's not I'm, Rocky. Uh, running for... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. It's all right. Uh, I usually talk to Rocky, but it's not a problem. Uh, yeah, as far as, as uh, I think Rocky knows, I'm running for Minnesota State Senate up here in, uh, in the really? election we got. Oh, yeah. We got, uh, unfortunately, a guy... Uh, Nicknamed SpongeBob, he was Senator Schoen, and uh, he unfortunately couldn't keep his hands off uh, young ladies. And uh, now we got a special election because of it. He was, you know, he drew. And uh, anyway, the guy that's running up here, Denny McNamara, he is a total rhino, and even voted for the Viking Stadium when he said he wouldn't. And he's up under ethics violations. That's why he didn't pull out of the race in 2016. So I'm not going to let a swamp creature, as far as take that position. So I'm primary him uh, here. The election is 29th of January. And uh, like I said, I put a wow. lot of my own money into it. So that's that's soon, like in nine days soon. Yeah, I know, I know. And like I said, it's, you know, I put over $9,000 into it already. And wow. unfortunately, the contributions aren't the best. And you know, what's really weird, of course, in Minnesota, there's that nice law that you know anybody gives me $50 as an individual or $100 as a family, they get it right back in two weeks. Really? Oh yeah, that's a law in Minnesota. Wow, that's it's basically crazy. put in so, effect because uh, it's basically put in effect, of course, for the Democrats to give money to their, you know, as far as the people running, so that way they feel not guilty about it because they'll get it right back, so they can you know use it for snorting coke or whatever they need to do. Wow. Well, Jim, what's on your mind? Let's get to it real quick because I've got limited oh, space sure. here in the real estate. What's going okay, on no up problem. there? What's on your mind? I'm also a uh, retired Navy combat vet. Thank you, sir, and, uh, for your service, really by the way. Me as far as, you know, I don't know if it's going to affect my retirement or not for getting the check, but, uh, you know, I'm no big deal because my business is going really well. I mean, I'm going to be a millionaire this year, so I'm really happy about that. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, what I'm wondering, too, as far as, and what I'd love to see is, you know, during government shutdowns that, uh, you know, we're not paying our congressmen and the senators, and, of course, we should be cutting, cutting off as far as any retirement pay for these wonderful previous congressman that uh, i think they get retirement after what two terms i think one once they've been one. in there one time if they're if a congressman oh, is in for God. one two-year term they then get benefits and retirement forever oh my god that has just got to change i mean the swamp is just need to be drained and uh, all the swamp creatures need to be transported to the local lockup well i couldn't agree with you more there look jim Thank you for the call. Thank you for your service, sir, there in Minnesota. Hey, if you're in Minnesota, go out there and check out Jim. See if you can't help him uh, with this special election. Certainly appreciate it. Thank you for calling the conservative cartel. Um, Look, true patriots, veteran. We love that. We're a veteran-owned company here. And let's talk about the troops. Let's talk about the troops for just a second because troops will not receive a paycheck because Congress has now not passed a budget or another short-term spending measure as of last night. Now, troops are going to continue to report to duty and will accrue pay, but cannot be paid until the actual money is appropriated. Now, President Trump is not able to exempt troops from a government shutdown. So defense civilians will be furloughed, except for those who support activities that are necessary for the safety of life and protection of property. They will also not receive pay until the passing of a budget. So... Once a 2018 budget is passed, troops will receive a pay raise due to a 2.4% pay raise that went into effect January 1st, 2018 with the tax reform. 
Now, we're going to talk a little tax reform in hour three with Noel Wall from Freedom Works, but, uh, you know, we're trying to pay our troops. Donald Trump is trying to make things better for this country, bringing industry back, bringing the economy back. The stock market went over 26000 this week. I know that people's retirement funds are doing well, and now here we are. Smack dab in the middle of a Schumer shutdown. And, and I'm going to tell you the way I see this playing out. I'm going to give you my two-minute end of the first hour um, opinion. The Democrats are in trouble. They're in deep doo-doo. And I know that's a technical term for those of you out there, but they're deep in it. They know that they stand for nothing. I had an article earlier this week where Tom Perez, who is the chairman of the DNC, I mean, this was from, I want to say this was from the the, the, uh, Washington Compost, but the Democratic National Committee is in shambles. I mean, they're literally in shambles. They're, they're not raising money. They're broke. You've got Bernie Sanders' side of the party and Hillary Clinton's side of the party arguing with each other. I mean, they're literally, they're, there's nothing. They have no bench. They have no way. They have no purpose. They have no message. And, and here we are. And the only thing they can do and the only thing they know how to do is to use people. And that's what they're currently doing. And I told you this before, and I'll say it again. The African-American community has become uh, aware that they're being used by the left. You know, the the, the left has sucked all the blood out of them that they can. They've used them and abused them and gotten their vote. And now the African-American community in this country is saying, well, look, you know, unemployment's low. Trump's doing this. Trump's doing that. So now what does the left do? They move on to the next group. And what is the next group? The illegal aliens, the Latinos. I mean, this is identity politics at its finest it's crazy but look don't go anywhere huge breaking news relate release the memo the fisa warrants the memo the doj the fbi watergate bannon fusion gps i mean this thing goes deep you're not going to want to miss it go get a friend the cartel will be back right after this You're in the marketplace of liberty. The conservative cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci on the Blaze Radio Network. You're in the marketplace of liberty. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci on the Blaze Radio Network. So worse than Watergate. Now, I've been around a few years. I was uh, a very, very young when uh, Watergate happened, if that tells you anything. So some of you may or may not remember this, but uh, we're hearing now, and this is what's got some of the right upset, because supposedly we've got this blockbuster memo that is circulating around in a House Intelligence Committee, and I'm going to get into all of this, that says that uh, there was FISA abuse by senior DOJ and FBI officials. Welcome back to the Conservative Cartel this Saturday morning as I am live. Matt Locke, your 
Voice of Liberty. I'm live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios here on the Blaze Radio Network. If you'd like to be part of the program, here's how you do it. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open, and it's 888-900-3393. So I'd love to hear anything. If you want to talk about the shutdown, I'll keep it going, because I'm looking at Fox News right now in studio, and now it's saying, well, it's just a partial government shutdown. I know some of you out there are going to not be getting paid. You know, we feel for you. We're sorry that it's happened. Government is ridiculous. Uh, They can't get out of their own way, and in particular, the left. So what we've done here, just so you know, and I'm going to talk about this every segment, because we believe the conservative cartel is a big supporter of our veterans, of our military, of our first responders, police officers, firefighters. We love them. We honor our heroes every Saturday morning and Wednesday uh, afternoon. So here's what we've done. We have set up a link that I've put into the Conservative Cartel Facebook page, DonorBox.org. DonorBox, D-O-N-O-R, Box, B-O-X, dot org, forward slash the Conservative Cartel. For any money donated from today until the government reopens, we are going to donate 100% of those proceeds to the Nine Line Foundation charity. We're going to give it back to the veterans. And Nine Line, the Nine Line Foundation builds homes for disabled vets. That's what they do with that money, and they do a lot of other things with that money, but they help veterans uh, returning from action that have been hurt, uh, disabled, and whatnot. They build homes and all kinds of other things, and that money goes to great places. And all of these shirts, you see the just the tip I'm wearing today. You can get that at NineLineApparel.com, by the way. Use Cartel 15. But all of these shirts they sell and whatnot, a portion of that goes to that charity. So Nine Line Foundation Charity, it's a fantastic charity. And until from now until the government reopens, every dollar, every dollar donated will go to Nine Lines Foundation Charity. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's a great thing. Even if you can only give two, three, four, five bucks, if you can give a hundred bucks, you know, whatever you can give, let's do this. Let, let, let's make this shutdown. Let's take this negative connotation of a shutdown and turn it into a positive. But let me, I want to, I want to start laying this out because I'm going to take a couple segments here to get deep into the weeds. Members of the house on Thursday have said that they viewed a shocking classified memo allegedly detailing abuse of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, FISA, by Senior Justice Department and Federal Bureau of Investigation officials in relation to the investigation of the Trump campaign and called for it to be declassified and made available to the public immediately. Now, if you've been living under a rock for the last year, because that's about how long this thing's been going on now, I think uh, the special prosecutor, uh, Mueller, has been going about this since at least December of 16. So it's now January of 18. You know all about the FISA court. You all you know all about the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. You know the fact of WikiLeaks and Podesta. And, you know, all of these people are like, oh, well, Trump colluded, Russia colluded with Trump, and they got him elected, and he's not our president. And this has been a continuation 
of the sore rear ends of the Democratic Party. I mean, the Democrats are mad that their lady didn't win. They're mad that Hillary Clinton is not currently president of these United States. So in their anger, in their belly aching, whining, throwing a fit tantrum, they have concocted a conspiracy theory that says Russia colluded with Trump to make him the president of the United States. You know, we know this. We know that the Obama administration went to the FISA court in June of 16 to get a warrant to spy on Russia during the campaign, and it got denied. If you'll remember, that that initial FISA warrant got denied. So that didn't detour. That didn't detour the, 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 the Obama administration, the DOJ, you know, Loretta Lynch. They put their heads together, you know, figured out how they could bamboozle the country, went back to this FISA court in October, and got the warrant to spy on Russia, which in turn unmasked. That was the sexy word of last year, of 2016, early 2017, the Samantha Powers, the unmasking. And what unmasking is, by the way, for those of you who don't know, is when an American citizen gets surveilled during these foreign surveillances of Russia, Syria, Turkey, whatever. It's called unmasking. You get unmasked. And you're supposed to be protected by the Constitution, right? You're supposed to have those safeties because we have a Fourth Amendment which is against illegal searches and seizures, right? You're supposed to, as Rand Paul says, if we want to get private citizens' information, we need to go to a judge and get a subpoena for that information. You need to do it the right way. You need to do it the legal way. Well, we haven't done that. And now we know that. And and look, I've been preaching this story on the conservative cartel for last year. I've been sitting here telling you time and time and time again, when is this witch hunt with Mueller going to end? If there was anything to be found on Russia-Trump collusion, the left would have found it by now. It would have been all over the airways. It had been on the 24-7 news cycle. CNN and Wolf Blitzer and John King and Anderson Cooper, they would be doing a dance live on TV because they would be so happy that they were going to take down Donald Trump. But yet you haven't seen that. We haven't seen one stitch of evidence that Russia had anything to do with Donald Trump, but we've seen all kinds of evidence of Hillary Clinton snuggling up with the Russians and Uranium One. Now, I'm not going to go into Uranium One today. I'm not going to go into that. I'm not going to go into the Russia-Hillary Clinton, the, the Clinton Global Initiative, the Clinton Charity. We we, we know. I mean, I, 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 I jest about the fact of charities and that we're going to take 100% and put it to, you know, veterans on our donations until the government starts up. But the Clintons were using 94 cents of every dollar 
was going to them, not to charity. Six cents on every dollar went to charity. I mean, that's a money laundering scheme if I've ever seen it. And Uranium One is just one little small piece of it. But as we all know, the true story of all of this, why did Loretta Lynch meet with Bill Clinton on a tarmac in Arizona? What were they talking about? How was Jim Comey involved in this with the FBI? Andrew McCabe, uh, Andrew Wassman. We're looking at all of these guys that are, you know, Rod Rosenstein, who are all connected to this Trump-Russia collusion, to this FISA memo. And we've got what I would say is damning information. Now, here's my second question of the day. (laughs) Snakes don't snuggle, I'm being told. The, the second question, is the FISA memo as big as Watergate? Or is it bigger? Is this bigger? Is this something that we should be looking more into? Because on the other side here, I'm going to jump into the middle of this. I'm going to give you the details of what this is and what's going on in the reaction of these congressmen and women and senators is absolutely, I mean, I know politics is, is really crazy. But let's find out. The conservative cartel rolls on this Saturday morning. You're listening to The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. So, man, great questions this morning on the Conservative Cartel Facebook page as I've started discussing this FISA memo, this Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, this memo that has come out. And I'll tell you, the one that sticks out to me, what does Mueller have to hide and why is he destroying his name in this Russian probe? I mean... I don't think he thinks he's destroying his name. That's really the deal. I, the left, I, the, the Democratic Party as a whole believes that they've got a firewall behind them in the mainstream media. I think that they believe that Mueller can go as far as he wants to go and that there will be no ramifications because of that. And as we've watched this media circus continue and as they've tried to throw a shroud over this whole entire controversy we're now starting to see it come out welcome back to the conservative cartel this saturday morning my name is matt lock your voice of liberty i am live from the nine line apparel studios on the blaze radio network if you'd like to be part of the program would love to hear more questions like that on the facebook page you can give me a call on the black rifle coffee hotline it's 888-900-3393. Now, look, the contest is today, by the way. We're about halfway through the program. Unbelievable. We're halfway through already. Head over, if you're not listening to this on theblaze.com or talkamericaradio.us, if you're watching this on our Facebook page live, head over there, or if you're already there, like, share, and follow. We need 120 likes to hit 5,000 this morning, and we appreciate every single one of you who have done that. That's the contest. And by the way, because of the government shutdown, we've opened up our, our donations box, donorbox.org forward slash the conservative cartel. From now until whenever the government 
reopens. Every dollar that you donate to donorbox.org forward slash the conservative cartel will go to the Nine Line Foundation charity to help wounded vets coming back from fighting. So let's get that started here. Donate what you can. If it's $5, if it's 10 if it's 20 no amount is too small. It, 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 thank you for everything you do. Let's help out these folks. Let's help out these folks that maybe not getting paid, who may not be getting their, you know, their benefits or their health care because the VA is affected by this. Let's help them out. Let's do our part. Let's turn this negative situation into a positive one. But I want to get into the middle of this memo. I want to read some tweets, some quotes from you. Here's one quote. Quote, it's troubling and it's shocking. Part of me wishes that I didn't read it because I don't want to believe that those kind of things could be happening in this country that I call home and love so much. That's from Representative Mark Meadows, Republican, North Carolina. Now, I want to ask the question, what is so shocking? What is so troubling that you wish you didn't read it, that you wish you hadn't seen it or didn't know about it? And and, and is that a problem? Is that a problem with the fact that We have politicians saying, man, I really wish I wouldn't have read that. Wish I wouldn't have known that. Is stupidity a defense? But there's more. Quote, the facts contained in this memo are jaw-dropping and demand full transparency. There is no higher priority than the release of this information to preserve our democracy. Now. I think you're probably asking the same question I'm asking. I'm asking myself here today. What in the world is in these memos that you have politicians telling you that this could bring down our country? It could bring down our form of government. We're not a democracy, by the way. We're a representative republic. But still, what is so jaw-dropping that the release of this information is needed to preserve the government we currently have? And that was Representative Matt Gates, Republican from Florida, and a member of the Judiciary Committee. Now, Steve King, Republican Iowa, he says, I have read the memo. The sickening reality has set in. I no longer hold out hope there is an innocent explanation for the information the public has seen. I have long said it is worse than Watergate. It was hashtag never Trump and hashtag always Hillary. Hashtag release the memo. It's sickening. I mean, we are looking at something here. Now, look, politics is a lot of theatrics. Let's not fool ourselves. Politics is a lot of theatrics. And you have it on both the right and the left. And that's a great question, LM, because I'm going to get to that right now. And the question on the Facebook Live is, why aren't people named in this memo being arrested? That is my exact question. You beat me to the punch because here it is. It's classified right now. There was a vote in the committee, Republican and Democrat. All the Republicans voted to 
bring it to the committee. All the Democrats did not. So if there is such damning information in this memo, why aren't heads rolling and why aren't people going to jail? I mean, I talked about this yesterday on my show. I don't care if it's classified, if it's not classified. There are things in this country, there are things that go on that you and I probably don't need to know about. I'm a big, big Brad Thor fan. Love reading about Scott Harvath, super secret SEAL, former Secret Service agent who goes around the world and takes out bad people that you and I don't even know about. Because I'm sure that happens in real life. That's why we have the SEALs and the Delta Force and the Green Berets. I mean, there are people that are fighting on the front line that you and I don't even know about. We have no idea what's going on, and that stuff is kept super secret classified because if their names or if their location or if their missions would ever become public light, it, it, would, it, would, it would result in death. It would result in very bad things. So there are things in this world, that, in this country, that you and I do not know about. They have to be that way. But we've got a four-page memo that is so disturbing, that is so sickening, That is so shocking that these politicians tell us, but yet, why is nothing happening? You haven't seen anything happen. I haven't seen anybody go to jail. I haven't seen anybody be brought up on charges. I mean, what's going on here? So, Ron DeSantis. He says the classified report compiled by the House Intelligence is deeply troubling and raises serious questions about the upper echelon of the Obama DOJ and the Comey FBI as it relates to the so-called collusion investigation. There it is. There it is. Why do you think that Donald Trump came out and said he was being wiretapped? Why do you think that Donald Trump moved his campaign apparatus from Trump Tower to Bedminster, North New Jersey, in his golf club when he found out that Trump Tower was being wiretapped? They know. And who, and and, and here's the thing that we're going to get into as this hour rolls on, who's responsible for this? Because we've got this dossier. We've got Fusion GPS. We've got Steve Bannon, all kind of wrapped up in all of this deal. But as we look at this, the Trump campaign had to have known. Trump came out and said he was being wiretapped. Jim Jordan from the state of Ohio. It is so alarming the American people have to see this. (laughs) Yes. What do we have to see? What is going on that we have to see? You know, because the viewing of the memo came after all Republican members of the House Intelligence Committee, whose investigators compiled the classified memo, voted Thursday to make it available to all all House members. Now, think about this. Every Democrat on the committee voted against it. But yet every Democrat out there today, Adam Schiff being the leading cheerleader of this, won all this stuff on the the Trump-Russia collusion. But yet they voted for this memo to see the light of the day of the light of day in the house committee. Unreal, right? According to Gates, the memo's contents could lead to the firing and perhaps even jailing of senior DOJ and FBI officials. Quote, I think that this will not end just with firings. I believe there are people 
who will go to jail. He also goes on to say, I think there will be criminal implications here. Now, the memo also reportedly contains information about the dossier put together by Fusion GPS that alleged Trump and the members of his team colluded with Russians in the 2016 election, according to the report by investigative journalist Sarah Carter. It was revealed in October that the dossier was funded by the Hillary Clinton campaign and the Democratic National Committee. We knew that. Despite being a political document, the dossier was reportedly part of the evidence that FBI officials used to apply for and obtain a warrant through a secret FISA court to spy on Trump campaign advisor Carter Page. Now, Page told Breitbart News in a statement, After over a year of inciting discord and threats of violence across America, it is encouraging that the individuals in Washington responsible for these efforts to undermine our great democracy may be held accountable soon. Now, while this report is classified as top secret, this is a quote, I believe the select committee should, pursuant to the House rules, vote to make the report publicly available as soon as possible. This is a matter of national security and significance, and the American people deserve the truth, Lee Zeldin said. I want you to start thinking about this, because we're going to start digging deep into this. You've got a memo here. You've got a uh, tarmac meeting. Bill Clinton and Loretta Lynch, former attorney general. You've got Barack Obama right smack dab in the middle of this. You've got Hillary Clinton. You've got the DOJ. You've got Jim Comey, who has been a longtime Clinton lackey all the way back to all the way back to Whitewater. I mean, we have what could be literally, I want to break this down for you. As American people, you're being spied on by your government without due process. Let that sink in for a minute. They're spying on you as a people, as you as Americans. You have Fourth Amendment rights. They are out the door. But look, on the other side, we are going to get to GPS, Fusion Fusion GPS. We're going to get to Glenn Simpson. We're going to talk about the connection. It's crazy. Don't go anywhere. The cartel will be right back. Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, Glenn Simpson, the co-founder of the controversial opposition research firm, Fusion GPS, stated in testimony it makes sense to him that the FBI paid for a trip to Rome by the the former British spy who was contracted by Simpson's company to produce the largely discredited 35-page anti-Trump dossier. Now, Fusion GPS hired Christopher Steele a former British intelligence agent, to do the work cited in the anti-Trump dossier. Last July, Steele reportedly traveled to Rome where he met with an FBI contact to supply the agency with the anti-Trump dossier and other information he found during the course of his anti-Trump work. Now, 
Steele's dossier reportedly served as some of the basis for the FBI's investigation into Trump's 2016 presidential campaign and unstantiated claims of coordination with Russia. In August 22nd testimony released last week and reviewed in full, Simpson stated that Steele's outreach to the FBI was something that Chris took on his own. Simpson stated that as far as he knew, Fusion GPS did not, let me repeat, did not fund Steele's trip to Rome to meet with the FBI. He said he believes that the trip expenses may have been reimbursed by said FBI. Welcome back to the conservative cartel. My name's Matt Locke, live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios here on the Blaze Radio Network. If you'd like to be part of the program, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888-900-3393. I want you to think about what I just said to you. The FBI, who was supposed to be investigating stuff, paid this Christopher Steele to go to Russia, to go to go to Rome. Sorry, not Russia. Go to Rome and collect data. That seems just a little wonky to me, doesn't it, to you? And it all smells really funny. It, it, we go back to old dopey Diane Feinstein, by the way, who released, who, who leaked all of this transcript of Mr. Simpson's testimony in front of this intelligence committee. And you have to ask yourself, well, why was that leaked? Why in the world would dopey Diane be leaking the transcript of an under oath testimony, by the way, in front of the house? Why would she do that? I'm going to tell you why she did that. Because if you have the same story out there in the public, the next people who haven't yet interviewed don't have to worry about getting their story straight. See, it takes perjury out of the mix. Because now everybody knows what Glenn Simpson said. Everybody knows what came out of that meeting. But now... This is a shocker right here. This goes right to the memo. Leaked. Wink, wink. Yeah, she didn't leak. I mean, she had a cold, remember? (coughs) I didn't know what I was doing. I was all hopped up on NyQuil. Then she was coerced or pressured, as we shall say, and now here we are. Now, I said this in the last segment, and I'm going to say this again. The relevance of all of this. The reason this is so shocking and so big is you have a presidential administration right from the top, Barack Obama, 44th president of the United States, through the AG, Loretta Lynch, through the DOJ, through the FBI with Comey, who have literally broken the law and spied on Americans without due process. They broke the Fourth Amendment, the right to have, you know, you you can't do illegal seizures, search and seizures. You cannot, you cannot without a warrant from a judge be spied on as an American. That, that violates your rights set down in the constitution of this great country. And it came from a president. That's why this is the biggest thing going right now. But you know what's crazy? I was over, I'll tell you. Good friend of the good friend of the show, Diane over at Patriot Retort. 
Love her to death. Great. I had her on the program about three or four weeks ago. Fantastic patriot, snarky writer. But I was reading an article yesterday about this, and it's it's literally unbelievable what is going on right now in our country when it comes to the press. Because she said, hey, look, let's take let's take a real look at what's going on and who is the real threat to a free and independent press. Because she said, you would think that the news that the Obama DOJ and the FBI abused the FISA process to illegally spy on the Trump campaign and transition team would be the biggest story ever. But oddly enough, there isn't one word of it on CNN's main homepage. Not one word. You know, you've got Jeff Flake. I talked about this on the cartel this week. You've got Jeff Flake going to the Senate floor telling us that Donald Trump is stalling because he is saying that it's fake news. This is fake news, right? The press is fake news. Jim Acosta, the fake news awards. I'm going to get to those in hour three, by the way, because it was surely brilliant. It was, it was brilliant. It was genius on the part of Trump. But we don't have one word. There is a threat to a free and independent press, but it isn't coming from Donald Trump. It's internal. The mainstream news media is the very entity that threatens a free and independent press in this country. When a major cable news outlet suppresses an explosive and damaging story for no other reason than it harms the political party that they favor, that's the threat to the free and independent press. When Facebook and Twitter deliberately suppress news stories with which they do not ideologically agree, that is a threat to the free and independent press. And when Google uses their search algorithms to hide news stories for the same reason, that is a threat to the free and independent press. And in the light of this story that has exploded onto the scene this week and continues today, Jeff Flake and his self-serving cluelessness looks all that more absurd. You know, the, the purpose of having a free and independent press is to ensure that American people are informed on the facts and what is otherwise going on. Unless, what else would you call this other than propaganda? And isn't that exactly what we're getting right now? But isn't the federal government... Aren't they the ones depriving the American people of a free and independent press? The press itself. They're not independent. They're not free. They are willingly enslaving themselves to a political party and ideology. They have willingly made themselves propagandists. And the powerful companies in Silicon Valley are aiding and abetting in that propaganda. Now, CNN is fully aware of what is going on regarding this classified memo. They're just ignoring it. They're choosing not to tell you what's going on. They are choosing not to tell you about the FBI paying for Christopher Steele to go over and collect information against a an American citizen, which you have spied on illegally. This is big news. But like Flake, CNN is willfully blinded by its own hatred for President Trump. 
And today, with the government shutdown, we have members of Congress who are putting the, 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 the demands of non-citizens ahead of the needs of the American people. And we have a so-called free press that is aiding them in doing so through propaganda and lies. And on top of that, we have the biggest political scandal to rock Washington, D.C. in our lifetimes, and you don't see it being reported almost anywhere. Almost anywhere. And that's why you have the conservative cartel. Because we are the purveyors of truth. That's what we do. Big changes coming to the show, by the way. Big, big changes coming to this show, by the way. You're going to want to stick around. We've got some big stuff coming for next Saturday. And we're actually heading out. The cartel is going to be in Las Vegas all week. So you're going to want to tune in, by the way. We're going to be in Las Vegas all week at the SHOT Show. Out hanging out with Nine Line Apparel and Black Rifle Coffee, our two main sponsors. But we're going to be out there doing some live shows from there. We're going to be doing a, an abbreviated show all week long. It will be live. You're going to have to pay attention to that. But I'm telling you, I've got one more segment here. One more segment and I want to talk about Steve Bannon. I want to talk about the scope of this Russian-Trump collusion. Because as we unwrap this final layer of what is going on in all of this, I have to ask the question, once again, what is Mueller doing? What is he looking for? And when is this thing going to end? So stick around. Go get a friend. I'll be right back. Matt Locke, the conservative cartel, rolls on this Saturday morning. The conservative cartel will return on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the conservative cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, fired White House chief strategist and ex-Trump campaign manager Steve Bannon has been subpoenaed by special counsel Robert Mueller. Fox News confirmed earlier this week. And we know that Steve Bannon was called in to answer questions in front of a House committee, Intelligence Committee. Now, we also know, first reported by the New York Times, the Bannon subpoena was issued by Mueller's team last week. Sources told Fox News that Bannon's subpoena requiring him to appear before a grand jury investigating Russia's meddling in the 2016 presidential election was issued after the FBI was additionally unable to contact him. Now, sources familiar with the matter told Fox News that despite the subpoena to testify before a grand jury, there was a possibility that Bannon will instead be interviewed by Mueller's office, and that was not the case. Mueller was called in and testified in front of the Intelligence Committee for 10 and a half hours. Welcome back to the Conservative Cartel this Saturday morning. My name is Matt Locke, your voice of liberty. I am live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios in Fort Worth, Texas, on the Blaze Radio Network, by the way. Thank you for finding us there. If you'd like to be part of the program, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open, 888-900-3393. Now, I say all this because here's the thing. We've been discussing the memo, the FISA memo, the illegal surveillance of an American citizen by the president, the DOJ, the FBI. We've got the connection 
of the Fusion GPS who paid for the opposition research through Hillary Clinton and the Democratic National Committee. And now we've got the, 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 the final, what I think is the piece of the puzzle. Steve Bannon. Now you can say what you want to say. I've, I've got a little theory in my head, and I'm not, I, I don't know if I'll bring it out or not because I'm still developing it. But a lot of this stuff doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So you bring in Steve Bannon, who, by the way, this whole Fire and Fury book, supposedly Bannon was quoted, uh, you know, as Trump Jr. being crazy and follow the money and Kushner and all this crap, right? Well, Mueller issues this subpoena for Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon goes in front of this intelligence committee and, you know, he talks to him for 10 and a half hours. Now, the deal is, here, here is the overlying, overarching deal. Mueller's investigation is supposed to be the Trump-Russia collusion, right? I mean, that's the bit, that's, that's the, the deal. Trump colluded with Russia to win the presidency. He stole it from Hillary Clinton. And, you know, all the left is all ticked off and their butt hurt because they want their woman to be president. I mean, this is what it all falls back to, right? And supposedly the Russians helped Donald Trump do that. So Steve Bannon was Donald Trump's right-hand man, right? I mean, he literally run the, he ran the campaign according to the, the mainstream media, the news, and all that stuff. So you'd have to figure that this was eventually coming because now they've, been, they've went after Manafort who was in this similar position as Bannon. They're now after Bannon, and they and they brought up charges on former Lieutenant General Michael Flynn because he lied to the FBI, right? So we've got all of this stuff going on. We, we, we've got all of this playing out. And what happens? The Mueller investigation starts asking, asking questions about what's happening currently in the Trump White House. Now, if you're anything like me, the first thing you're saying to yourself is, wait a minute. If this investigation, this special prosecutor in, in Robert Mueller is assigned by Congress or the Attorney General to investigate the Trump-Russia collusion during Trump's presidential campaign, why would they be asking questions about the Trump administration currently in the White House? What does that currently have to do with anything from the Trump-Russia collusion from the campaign? I'm going to give you the answer. I'm going to give it a minute to stew here. But I'm going to give you the answer. What in the world does anything that's happened after Trump's been elected president have to do with the Trump-Russia collusion if there was Trump-Russia collusion to get Trump elected as president? Nothing. Zero. Nada. Zilch. So why? Because here's 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 the rub. The left is upset, and Mueller and all these people running the investigation are upset that Bannon was in direct contact with the White House on what questions he could and could not answer. Because Bannon's under a non disclosure agreement. Now, for those of you in Corona, Indiana, who don't know what a non-disclosure agreement is, you sign a piece of paper saying you will not badmouth or give away certain trade secrets of the company or organization you work for. Now, the organization just happens to be the White House. Bannon signed an agreement saying he would not give away secrets of the White House because 
there are things that need to be kept under wrap when it comes to the president. There are things going on every day that the public probably doesn't need to know about. So the left and Mueller are pissed off because Bannon won't answer the questions of what's going on in the White House currently and what in the hell does anything going on in the White House currently have to do with the fact that Trump might have colluded with Russia to win the election. See where I'm going? Scope. The scope of the investigation. We sit here and we watch as this house of cards is starting to fall down. We're watching as the Democrat narrative is unraveling. We're seeing the memo. We're seeing the government shutdown. We're seeing what the Democrats stand for. We're seeing all of that as Americans. And look, there's a reason Tom Perez is saying the Democratic National Committee is in in tatters. it's, It's broken. I want you to think about it for a second. Who do the Democrats have to run in the 2020 presidential election? Oprah? Remember when all these liberals told you that it would be crazy to have a billionaire, successful business person be president of the United States? It's amazing how fast their tune changed when their billionaire liberal Oprah Winfrey came on board. Oh, we want Oprah as president. Oh, my God, she's great. Oh, my God. But just a year ago, oh, it's crazy to be hiring a bill. We, we can't vote in a billionaire to run the country. Oh, my God. We, we can't run the country as a business. And then look where we're at. Dow Jones Industrial Average is higher as it's ever been. It's over 26,000. Jobs are flowing back to the country. You're getting a tax cut. Tax reform went through. I'm going to talk to Noah Wall from FreedomWorks in hour three about what the, you know, the ramifications and the results are and all of the actions that have come about this tax, this tax reform. You know, what are the benefits? Unemployment's low. Wages are rising. All of this stuff is going on. I mean, it's amazing what the economy is doing, what the country is doing. And the left, I've said this again, and I'll say it, I'll say it, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. The only thing the left has right now is they've got to distract you from the fact that Donald Trump's policies are working. They've got to distract you from the fact that everything that is being done currently is in your best interest. And Donald Trump believes in America first, and he loves America, and he's going to make it great again. And he doesn't care about the color of your skin, as Diamond and Silk says. He cares about the color of money, and he wants to make sure you have some. That's why the left is in upheaval. That's why the left is in shock. That's why the left is distracting you. That's why we're seeing all this stuff go on with the shutdown. That's why we're seeing them fighting so hard for these illegal aliens. That's why we're seeing sanctuary cities. That's why everything you're seeing currently is going on because the left has lost their way. They have no platform, no vision, nothing to go, nothing to happen. And in 2018, if Donald Trump can stand his ground and get this wall started, builder funded, it will be a landslide for the Republican Party. So I'm going to go right back to this. Here was I got about a minute left. Help us out. Help us out here. The government is shut down. What the cartel is going to do, if you go over to donorbox.org forward slash the conservative cartel, from now until the government shutdown ends, we are going to donate every dollar that comes into that to 
the Nine Line Foundation charity, and we're going to help some vets. Let's help some vets. Let's help some people who really need it. Let's turn this ridiculous, awful situation that our stupid politicians can't take care of into a very positive thing. So get over there to DonorBox.org forward slash the conservative cartel. No amounts too little. We'll be sending that. We'll let you know. The day the government opens back up, we'll let you know. But get over there and do that. Share that link, donorbox.org forward slash the conservative cartel. Coming up next, ICE, San Francisco, mayors, Noah Wall, fake awards. You're going to want to stick around. Still lots left here in the third hour. It's only going to get better. Go tell everybody you know. The conservative cartel. We're rocking and rolling. You need to hear it. Make sure you're there. With Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Marketplace of Liberty, the Conservative Cartel, with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci on the Blaze Radio Network. I'll tell you what, time is flying by this Saturday morning. I'm telling you what, the fastest three hours in radio rush is right. I mean, it is absolutely crazy how fast three hours go. We're going to go diving straight back into that. Here, here we go. Ice. Northern California police refuse to cooperate in upcoming ICE raids. Law enforcement officials from Northern California said they will refuse to assist federal authorities in the upcoming sweeps that aim to capture more than 1,500 illegal immigrants, the San Francisco Chronicle reported Wednesday. Now, the paper, citing an anonymous source, there's those anonymous sources from these brilliant journalists, reported about a planned operation to be conducted by the U.S. Immigration Customs and Enforcement Agency. The report did not specify a date, but said it will be conducted in the near future. Now, law enforcement officials told the paper that they have not been notified as of Wednesday, but said they would not provide support. Welcome back to the Conservative Cartel this Saturday morning, Hour 3. Matt Locke, your host here, live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios here on the Blaze Radio Network. If you'd like to be part of the program, Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888-900-3393. And I want to give a shout-out to those of you who have found us on your internet device or radio dial. Talk 92.1 out of Valdosta, Georgia. Talk 107.5 out of Jasper, Florida. And Talk 1330 out of Carrollton, Georgia. Welcome aboard. Thank you for finding us today on your radio dial. TalkAmericaRadio.us is carrying this live as well, along with Spreaker, iHeart, and iTunes, so get your cartel on the go. Oh, one hour left. I'll tell you what. We are living in crazy times. We are living in absolute crazy times. And by the way, it's been 11 hours and five minutes since the government shut down. <laughs> oh, the doomsday clocks. You, 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 have to, you have to love the news, and they're just trying to get clicks. But in this hour, we're going to talk to Noah Wall from Freedom Works. I mean, this is going to be a fantastic interview. Um, let's see what Noah. What is Noah's actual uh, title here? I'm looking right now. Uh, Ron, what's Noah's title? He is the VP of Advocacy for Freedom Works. There we go. And he, we're going to talk a little bit about how the tax reforms affecting you, how more money in your pockets good, what's going on that. So that's coming up at the bar or in the next segment here. 
But uh, I want to get started here on ice. I want to get this started, and then we'll finish it up on the other side of Noah. But we have in this country a situation where local law enforcement are saying that they are not going to work with the federal government. I want you to think about that for just one second. How in the world or how in the heck would this happen that law enforcement would not work with the federal government? I want you to think they're harboring illegal aliens. They're harboring criminals. These San Francisco, Oakland, you know, these these cities. And, and there are, look, there are so many sanctuary cities in this country, it's ridiculous. And, and this is the exactly, this is the very premise of what is currently going on with the shutdown. You've got a Democratic Party who are harboring criminals. They they stand behind these non-citizens before they stand behind you. And you have, I, I mean, I'm dumbfounded. The reason I brought you this story this morning, I'm literally dumbfounded. Oakland Mayor Libby Schaaf, or Schaaf, S-C-H-A-A-F, could be Schaaf, Schaaf, however she pronounces it. She told reporters that police in her city will not assist ICE officials if the report on the raids is accurate. So I'm going to get to my third question of today on the Facebook Live, for those of you listening on the Conservative Cartel Facebook Live page. Should sanctuary city mayors go to jail? Should they go to jail? I mean, we blatantly, openly have mayors of cities in this country telling law enforcement, that's what ICE is. ICE is a, is a branch of, you know, of an enforcement. You know, they're enforcing immigration. Should they go to jail? Should the mayor of San Francisco, should the mayor of, of Oakland, should the mayor of Chicago, Rahm Emanuel, should they be held accountable for their actions not working with federal agents? Because Mayor Rahm Emanuel has came out and said, look, I'm going to pardon. I'm going to pardon illegal aliens. Can you pardon a non-citizen? So I don't know. I don't know that answer. Can you pardon a non-citizen? That would be the question to ask, but here you go. Federal officials, you know, they're saying, look, their ability to work with local jurisdictions was curtailed on January 1st after a new California law, SB 54, came into effect that limited interagency cooperation. The law officially made California the first sanctuary state. Now, if you'll remember, I love this guy, the acting director of ICE, Thomas Holman. He was on Neil Cavuto about, uh, oh, I don't know, maybe two or three weeks ago. So I was doing a show during the week, and he said, look, I'm going to tell you something right now, guys, out in California. If your government doesn't want to protect you, ICE will. If your government, if your, if your state doesn't want to follow the law, ICE will make them. Now, here's my question. By telling these illegals that this raid is coming, is that illegal? 
Because literally, what, what is going on here is we have a state government protecting criminals. I mean, I want you to think about this for a second. You go in, your child. Let's let, let's go to the ball. Let's go to the, the, the Lavoy ball and his son over in China. Gets caught shoplifting. But California says, ah, you know, <laughs> so what? We're not going to listen to that. We're not, we're, we're not, who cares if he shoplifted? We're not going to prosecute it. We'll pick and choose what laws we want to follow, and we're not going to follow shoplift. We're, we're not going to follow shoplifting. That's not against law anymore. Go shoplift all you want. You, you should be reasonably, you know, that store should reasonably give that product to you because they just do it. This is what California is currently doing. They're flying the big middle finger to the federal government. Look, I'm not for federal government overreach. Don't don't get me wrong here. The less government, the better. But there are certain things that the all 50 states have to follow. Speed limits being one on your national roads. I mean, you you have to pay income tax. You have to pay sales tax. You know, you got to follow the speed limit. There are laws you got to follow. Can San Francisco, can Oakland, can these mayors, is that law even constitutional? in California to not work with law enforcement. So here's my question to you as we end this first segment and we get into this interview with Noah Wall. What can we do? I mean, what, what, what can be done on our end? What should be done to the state of California? Should the federal government do anything or even can they? Like I said, I'm not for government overreach. I would really rather have less government, not more. Because the more government intrudes into your life, the worse off you are. The less government, the more freedom. The more government, the more tyranny. You know, you see that. So the more government we have prying into our daily lives, the less liberty and freedom we're going to have. But when you have a rogue state in the state of California saying, look, the law that you've got out here about illegals, no, we're a sanctuary state. They should be heard. We're going to protect them. You mean bully, Donald Trump, you big bully. You just, you don't understand. These people are just trying to get away from strife and the war-torn wreck that is their country. And they just, they just want to be free and they, they, they just want to live their lives like the guy that was 39 years old who got deported the other day and it was Trump's fault because he's been in, he, he's been in the country for 30 years. He never once registered as a citizen. 30 years later, he never took the opportunity to register as an American citizen. But yet these are the people that California want to protect. These are the people that California want to tell the federal government, no, 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 they're just looking for a better life. They're, they're looking for a better life. You, you can't do this. You can't touch them. You shouldn't say anything. You, you, it, it's not fair because your feelings and everything else. Look, on the other side, Noel Wall, Freedom Works. We're going to talk to him. We're going to talk about what's going on with the tax reform and how it's affecting you. So stick around. Go grab a friend. You're going to want to listen to this. The cartel rolls on. Liberty, the conservative cartel on the Blaze Radio Network.
Affairs. Well, welcome back to the Conservative Cartel this Saturday morning. Matt Locke here, your host, live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios here at the Blaze Radio Network. If you'd like to be part of the program, Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open, 888-900-3393. And on that Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, I've got Noah Wall. Noah Wall is the Vice President of Advocacy for Freedom Works. He is responsible for creating and implementing Freedom Works' grassroots strategy, which includes educating, training, and organizing events for the Freedom Works activist community. Before joining Freedom Works, Noah served as the political director for former Virginia Attorney General and 2013 Republican Virginia gubernatorial nominee Ken Cusinelli. Noah, welcome to the cartel. How are you, sir? Doing great. It's great to be on. Oh, we certainly appreciate it. So, Noah, tell tell our audience a little bit about yourself and how you came to Freedom Works and, and what exactly it is you do. I gave you that little brief summary of an opening. What is it exactly you do? Well, it's my job to work with our activist community to make sure that Freedom Works is actually representing the interests of our community around the country in Washington, D.C. Uh, Freedom Works, um, you know, we're a community of several million activists around the country, and if we're not out there making sure that we're, you know, responding to their their interests and their goals, uh, then we re- we've really lost our way. So it's our it's my job to keep our um, to keep our organization really in tune with the grassroots around the country and making sure that we are advocating for their goals in Washington. Um, I mean, FreedomWorks is basically a grassroots lobbying firm for freedom and lower, you know, smaller government and lower taxes in Washington D.C. And you know, it's our job to make sure that we're you know representing our community. So I, I kind of bridge that gap. So what's the big thing going on right now, Noah? What are you working on? What's your main emphasis currently? Well, it's kind of interesting. You know, the government's been shut down for 11 hours and 19 minutes. Oh, you, you've uh, seen the shutdown clock too, by the way, huh? The, the Armageddon <laughs> clock? Yeah. You know, I live in Alexandria, Virginia, and I haven't heard any planes crash or anything. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, everything seems okay so far, but uh, I'm sure that I'm sure we'll start hearing horror stories soon. But um, now, in all seriousness, what we're trying to do this year um, you know, we have a very important agenda this year. We, we want to work with, um, you know, folks on both sides of the aisle to enact welfare reform this year. That's incredibly important. We've got to enact spending cuts to make sure that, you know, the tax cuts that we uh, were able to get passed in December actually, um, you know, are actually paid for. We need to make sure that we are um, delivering on the, you know, the populist agenda um, you know, that Republicans got elected on in 2016 so that we can head into the midterms in a really, really solid uh, manner to make sure that we can keep enacting, you know, this agenda that our grassroots um, really are, are supporting. So, Noah, let's talk about tax reform. You know, we got a tax reform bill passed, which is probably right now the, the signature legislation of the Trump administration so far to date. How is that going to affect people? And in, in, in how did Freedom Works, you know, how did you react to that? What 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 are your thoughts on the tax reform? I think it's a great step in the right direction. I think that um, what this bill does is make it makes makes it so that most Americans will pay less in taxes, and I consider that a good thing. Yes. You know, this bill goes. You know, it starts the process of simplifying our tax code. You know, we want to make sure that um, the taxes are broad-based but lower. 
Um, so, you know, everyone has skin in the game. Uh, you know, we try to avoid loopholes whenever possible. We want to make sure that individuals are, you know, that we have as many people as possible paying the lowest rate in taxes. And this bill helps get, you know, get us in that direction. Um, so that's absolutely important. I think, you know, a lot of people were surprised and we are pleasantly uh, encouraged to see all of these, um, you know, companies. And I, I'm sure that all, you know, your listeners have heard, you know, Walmart, a number of different um, corporations around the country, you know, giving out bonuses. Um, that's a, you know, a pleasant um, surprise, particularly in the holiday season. Um, and I think that's, I think that's great news. I think what it shows in particular, not just the bonuses, but, corporations on their own voluntarily agreeing to increase their minimum wage, I think really shows that if you kind of get government out of the way, corporations will at least start to do the right thing and start to take better care of their employees if they have the ability to do so. Well, Noah, I think you hit right on it. I think what Donald Trump has shown the country is that capitalism works. If you get out of the way of the free market, if you cut regulation, if you cut taxes and you let free market principles grow, you're going to see an amazing thing. Because I was talking about this earlier. Stock market's up. Unemployment's down. Jobs are up. Wages are coming up. And now I want to talk to you about something in particular that I think is purely amazing. Apple. Apple just came out. Tim Cook, he's no conservative. let's, Let's not, you know argue otherwise. He's nowhere near conservative. They just announced that there's going to be 20,000 new jobs created and bonuses handed out and that they're bringing production back here to America and that it's all Trump's fault. That has got to be killing the left. I think so. I think that I think that all of this is detrimental to them in a very fundamental way. Um, I think what they're, you know, Poll numbers, no doubt, won't reflect this. And I actually think, you know, I think the Donald Trump's election proved that polling is is not particularly effective in this day and age, at least not the way that they're doing it. But I think that what you know we're seeing that is encouraging is Americans are more optimistic about the economy. Americans are actually seeing tangible benefits of the economy. And that is really in strong contrast to President Obama. You know, Obama had, you know, this um, this economic, you know, stock market boom during his you know, presidency that did not trickle down to higher wages, that did not trickle down to more jobs. Um, but under, you know, even under President Trump's short term, what we've seen is this actually, if you enact these policies, corporations want to do better for their employees and their customers. And that's what, you know, that's what we're seeing. And I think that will fundamentally be the biggest narr- biggest part of the narrative going into the midterm elections. You know, all of this, everything else we're hearing, I think, will be white noise when people realize that their paychecks are going to go up because their tax rates are going to go down starting next month. Absolutely. Couldn't have said that better. So, Noah, I want to hit on a couple more things here because our time's growing short. You talked about spending cuts. Are, how are we ever going to get that done in the current environment we live in? You know, there's a lot of different ways to do it. It's a, you know, right now the government shut down, and I, I made that joke at the beginning because um, 17% of the government is shut down, roughly. Um, right. You know, and, and I, I challenge the average American, unless you, like me, I was hoping to go to a Smithsonian Museum today after we're, you know, 
done on uh, the show, I probably won't be able to go do that because that's going to be shut down. But if you're not trying to go to a government-run museum, there's very little um, that you're going to notice, uh, the average American is going to notice from the shutdown. Um, you know, yes, in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, a lot of people are, are furloughed, but, you know, yep. they'll get back pay. You know, they always do. Um, so at the end of the day, it's not actually, um, you know, most people are not going to see serious in, uh, serious consequences from 17 percent of the government being shut down. Let's use that as a basis sure. so that we can go ahead and enact responsible spending cuts. FreedomWorks is a, is, a, is a strong proponent of the penny plan, where you basically yes. take one penny off the, you know, off, uh, you know, every each dollar. agency. Yep. yep, one penny off every dollar from each agency, and you know, do that over a period of a few years. Um, there's no corporation or entity in the world that you can't take a penny off of every dollar and not figure out how to do something a little more efficiently. Um, so I think there's a lot of options that we can do. And, you know, let's use let's try to make something positive out of the government shutdown and use it as a basis to say, OK, let's do something a little more efficiently. Well, and Noah, I agree with you. I was reading an article last night about carry forward money because all these budgets in Washington have what they call carry forward money. They have money in their budget that's built in for just this. They're not going to go out. And we watched as Obama weaponized the last shutdown. I mean, he closed the national parks, the monuments. He made it as difficult as he could. And, of course, Munchen comes out, the, the director for the finances, the management, you know, all that stuff. He comes out and says, look, this isn't going to be like Obama's shutdown. We've got money. We can still do stuff. We'll do some accounting stuff. We'll make this as soft a landing as we can. So here's my question to you. How long does the shutdown go on? I'm going to say uh, I think two weeks or less. I don't think anyone wants this to go on for long. I think that they will come to a solution. You know, the bottom line is the Democrats are being very divisive right now. Republicans made it very easy for the Democrats to vote for this bill. They included, um, you know, I believe five years worth of funding for for the children's health insurance program. Mm -hmm. They they should have made it very easy for the Democrats to be able to vote for this. But they're they're bringing in DACA and you know trying to die on their sword for this and. You know, we'll just have to see how it plays out, but I'm going to guess two weeks or less. Very good. Noah, we're out of time, so let's do this. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you. How can they what, – what about FreedomWorks do they need to know about? How do they connect? I hope all your listeners can check out FreedomWorks.org. That's FreedomWorks.org. We make it super easy for activists to get involved and make a difference in your local and federal governments. How do they get a hold of you uh, personally? You got a Twitter, email, anything like Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Yeah, at Noah W. Wall, at Noah W. Wall on Twitter. I appreciate uh, anyone or your listeners uh, engaging with us on that way, too. Noah, thank you for taking your time today to come talk to the to the conservative cartel audience. Certainly appreciate it. You are a member of the cartel. You're always welcome. Thank you, sir. Have a great Saturday. I'm, I'm sorry you can't go see, you know, the Smithsonian, but it'll open again. It'll open again. Thanks so much. Thanks, Noah. Noah from FreedomWorks, Noah Wall, great, fantastic guy. Look, for those of you who are listening on the Blaze Radio Network Facebook Live page, after this segment, you're going to head over to the Conservative Cartel page. Please do so. We only run one segment on the Blaze Facebook Live page. Noah Wall there from FreedomWorks. I mean, look, he gives you a very good rundown of what is happening. And I don't even think, as we talked there about how long the government was going to be shut down, I think it's going to be less than two weeks because the State of the Union is January 30th and nine days. I will bet you money that 
it's over before then. But by the way, if you want to donate, we've got the thing going. We've got our deal going on. Donorbox.org forward slash the conservative cartel. Every dollar from now until the government reopens, we are going to take in and give 100% to the Nine Line Foundation charity. Get out there. Nothing is too little. Let's help them out. Let's take this thing away. But in the next two segments here, I'm going to finish up the ice in the sanctuary cities. And we're going to get to fake news awards. So you're going to want to stick around. There's lots more coming. The conservative cartel is going to roll on this Saturday morning. Be right back. The conservative cartel returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Conservative Cartel on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, I have to give credit where credit's due, producer Ron. The people came through. Face, they blew Facebook up. We're well past 5,000 likes. Great job. We applaud you here. Thank you for like, sharing, following the Conservative Cartel. We certainly appreciate that, getting the word out to everybody who will listen. Welcome back. This is the Conservative Cartel. I am your host, Matt Locke, your voice of liberty. Live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios here in Fort Worth, Texas, on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you for those of you who are on the Blaze Facebook page and saw that fantastic interview with Noah Wall from FreedomWorks.org. Make sure you get over there. They are a grassroots organization working their tail feathers off, trying to help promote effective change within our government. So we need to help more, more, you know, more, you know, organizations like that. We need to. If you want to be part of the program, by the way, we're down to two segments. Crazy. Show's almost over. If you want to be part of the program, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open. 888-900-3393. We'd love to hear from you. And if you would like to donate, we've got this thing going on. I'm going to say it real quick. As long as the government is shut down, we want to help our veterans. We are big advocates of our military, first responders, police officers, firefighters. And so until the government reopens, we have we got this going on. If you donate to the conservative cartel at donorbox.org forward slash the conservative cartel, every penny, every penny, 100% of that will go to the Nine Line Foundation charity. Great company, Nine Line, NineLineApparel.com, BlackRifleCoffee.com. Great veteran-owned companies. But let's make something good out of this. Let's get some money. Nine Line, uh, Nine Line Foundation Charity helps disabled veterans, helps build homes, does all kinds of things. It's fantastic. It's a, it's a veteran-owned company, and they give to veterans. And, and let's make this. If you have 5 bucks, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, whatever you can send, DonorBox.org forward slash the conservative cartel let's make this into a great situation hopefully the government shutdown doesn't last that long but if it does that's longer we have to give money to these great vets but i want to get back to ice now before the interview with noah i was talking about uh ice in california and how california has become a sanctuary state and how oakland's mayor libby schaefer schaff s-c-h-a-a-f has said that look if these 
raids are accurate because we don't know if it's going to happen or not. It's just uh, we've they've heard some stuff. Hasn't happened yet, but ICE wants to round up like 1,500 illegals, illegal aliens. But the mayor for Oakland says, look, if this is correct, we're not going to help. We're not going to help. And she said, she went as far as saying she would go to jail if needed to stop them from doing it. Now, I want you to listen to what this mayor said. This is a direct quote. She says, it is no surprise that the bully-in-chief is continuing to try to intimidate our most vulnerable residents. Now, I want to say something here. You are not a resident of this great country if you're here illegally. You're an invader. You're not a resident. You're an invader. I think she's got her, her words screwed up. I know words are hard for Democrats. But to call the president a bully because he wants to follow the law, that would be like calling every police officer a bully because they follow the law. This, this lady is insane and mentally not capable of being the mayor of Oakland. Just saying. But she goes on. She says, we're very clear that our values are to protect all of our residents, regardless of where we come from. We want to protect families, not tear them apart. See, it's always, we we can't send these poor illegal aliens back home because it would rip their families apart. What happens when a man or a woman robs a bank? And they're brought up on criminal charges and they're put into jail. What happens to their family? Does anybody make the argument that we can't rip families apart because someone robbed a bank? Do we ever make arguments about someone who broke the law in any way, shape, or form about going to jail if you murder someone, if you rob a bank, if you drunk drunk drive? I mean, do we ever make the argument that we can't rip a family apart? But what's happening to that family when that father or mother goes to jail? It rips the family apart. But yet, we've got the liberal left saying, we can't rip the poor family apart because they came here illegally. It doesn't make a bit of sense. But yet, you've got these knuckle-headed mayors in these sanctuary cities telling you that the law doesn't matter on this account. doesn't matter. Now, she went on to say, I mean, I can't make this stuff up. She went on to say, we are exercising our legal right to be a sanctuary city and protect our residents. Do you, do you have a legal right to be a sanctuary city? These are illegal aliens. Do you have a legal right to shelter them, to protect them, to shield them from federal immigration enforcement agents? You don't. I'll answer that question. You don't. 
And at some point, I'm going to tell you right now, at some point, the federal government, and I'm going to tell you again, I am not an advocate of the federal government jumping in the middle of, of, of my stuff. You, anytime you have more government, you have less freedom. But at some point, the government has to step in. At some point, Jeff Sessions has to step in and he has to say, you know what? If you're going to be a sanctuary city and you're not going to follow the law and you're not going to do what you're told, then we're not going to send you money. Because I'm going to tell you a little story here. This is the whole reason I brought up this entire article because I've got an article from Breitbart that happened this week. A previously deported illegal alien accused of murdering two California sheriff's officers had an outburst during his murder trial this week on Tuesday when he explained that he wished he had killed more American cops. Luis Bracamontes, a 37-year-old illegal alien from Mexico, who allegedly shot and killed Detective Michael Davis and Deputy Sheriff Danny Oliver in October of 17, told the Sacramento, California jury that he wanted to kill more of the mother effers, according to the Sacramento Bee. You know, I think it's crazy, and I think it's ridiculous, when the left went after Trump because he said that Mexico was only sending their criminals and their rapists. And yet here we are, an illegal alien who killed law enforcement and went into court, didn't even give a hoot about what was going on or the criminal system as a whole, and told the whole damn courtroom that he wished he'd have killed more of the mother effers. This is the fight we're dealing with. These are the people that this mayor in Oakland is protecting. So in the end, Here's the question you got to ask. Should that Oakland mayor be held accountable for any deaths, any crimes, any anything committed by an illegal alien in her city? If you're going to be a knucklehead and you're going to stand behind these criminals, thugs, crooks, if you're going to do it, should you be held accountable for it? Because you've got this mayor in Oakland. Well, we can't have these families torn apart. We're, we want to protect all residents, even criminals. And to sit here and call Trump a bully and say that, oh, oh, oh Donald Trump, he, he said they were rapists and criminals. Some are. Some are. And yet here we are. And yet here we are in this country with cities, Chicago, Baltimore, San Francisco. I mean, there's cities all over the country. It's like 360 sanctuary cities that are breaking the law, Austin, Texas being one of them. We have mayors who will not follow the law. Should we take ICE into these cities and arrest them all, remove them from office because they are literally harboring fugitives, criminals, and breaking the law, and then we get guys like this knucklehead who wishes he had killed more police officers. It's a crazy world we live in, but don't go anywhere. One more segment. We're going to get to the fake news awards. Donald Trump, fantastic. Going to talk about it. Hang tight. The cartel rolls on this Saturday morning. The conservative cartel will return on the Blaze Radio Network.
You're listening to The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci, only on the Blaze Radio Network. So Wednesday of this week, I have to bring this up, and I, sp- I waited until the last segment to get to it. Wednesday of this week, President Trump and the RNC, Republican National Committee, unveiled the winners of the fake news awards. Now, I don't know what mind you are of this or what you thought, but I'm going to tell you how genius this entire deal was. Because, I mean, naturally, the news media was just completely off their rocker and and wanted to relate this to the fact that Trump was just like Stalin. Now, you would think about this. Holding these fake news awards is just like imprisoning or killing journalists, right? I mean, this is how far off of the reservation these these people have went. And I'm telling you, they're in a complete and utter chaos and a mess. And now we got the shutdown on everything else. So it's like the perfect storm for the Democratic Party. Welcome back to the conservative cartel. This final segment, Matt Locke, your voice of liberty, live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios on the Blaze Radio Network. If you'd like to be part of the program, you better hurry up. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is up for this last segment. 888-900-3393. But... It's amazing because we never expect the news media to react in a measured, insane way anymore, right? You know, you you never could get anything. You look at the government shutdown. You look at this memo on the FISA. The media is just completely out of their minds, and they're just propagandizing everything. But the news media always misreads the mood of the country. And when they do, they only help to further promote the fake news awards, and that is in part why it's genius. In this social media-driven culture where what's a big story today is all but forgotten by tomorrow's news cycle, itemizing a list of completely fabricated or era-infested news stories from the last year is a complete and utter stroke of genius on Donald Trump's part. It's just genius. It's brilliant. There they are, all in one place, a reminder of just how wrong the news media has been since Trump was elected here on now that we're at at the year anniversary of of Trump being elected January 20th. And by the way, they're actually protesting in Washington, D.C. today, the year anniversary of Donald Trump being president. I, I, I can't make it up. They're literally protesting. Did you ever see any Republicans or conservatives protesting a year after Obama was president? Now, look. Here's the dirty little secret. The news media depends on the fact that you have a short attention span. They depend on the short attention span of Americans in much the same way the Obama administration was banking on the stupidity of of, of Americans to push through Obamacare. And all it takes to combat this short attention span is to compile a list of fake news stories in one entertaining package called the Fake News Awards. And even Americans with short attention spans are reminded of the mess the news media has made of the once free press. And if you need any proof that the Fake News Awards were a stroke of genius, just check out the tweet from the Washington Post this week. Here's the tweet. Trump's fake news awards were a huge flop. Really? They were a huge flop? They might as well have tweeted. 
nothing to see here. Move along. If you define huge flop as so many people going to see the list of winners that it crashed the GOP.com site, then it was a huge flop. And if you define huge flop as being the number one trending story on social media, then it was a huge flop. And what's even more entertaining is the fact that the same fake news outlets that came out winners were the ones who wouldn't shut up about the fake news awards. And as the old saying goes, there's no such thing as bad publicity. So by carping and crying and whining and boohooing all day long, the news media helped build up the anticipation, which is precisely why the website crashed from so much traffic. I mean, these people are so stupid. The liberal, the liberal mainstream media, they're stupid. I mean, they want to tell you they're the smartest people in the room. They want to tell you that we should listen to them. They want to tell you that they know everything. They want to tell you to follow their propaganda. But in the end, they don't realize that Donald Trump is making them look like a bunch of idiots. And what's even more entertaining is the fact that the same, same fake news outlets, they just wouldn't shut up. They wouldn't shut up. In fact... In the history of the RNC, their website has never crashed. (laughs) I mean, so many people wanted to go see this that it was such a non-huge flop story that the website crashed. But you want to know what the best thing about the fake news awards was? After chronicling, chronicling the 11 winners, the RNC lists 10 major accomplishments of President Trump's first year in the office. So not only did all these knuckleheads go over and see all the fake news, they saw everything that Donald Trump did and every accomplishment was listed there that is so brilliant it's past stable genius. Donald Trump is showing every future president How to manage the media. So all of these people who were eager to see the fake news winners also got to learn what all of the stuff that Donald Trump did in the first year the American people enjoyed. All of the winning. Just genius. And that, my friends, is controlling the narrative. Now, mind you, this is going over the Democrats' heads. They don't get it. They're not smart enough to get it. You know, they want to tell you they're the smartest people on the earth and that all of their, you should listen to everything they say, but they, they, they don't get it. They just don't get it. It's going over their heads and at the same time using the, the news media to inadvertently help promote your narrative. I mean, they, they don't understand it. Never before has a Republican Party ever been able to do this. And thanks to Donald Trump, every Republican from now on knows how to play the game. And now is the time that Republicans need to master this because the Democrats, the, the, the only reason the government is shut down is because Democrats have lost control of the narrative. They've lost control of their message. They've lost control of you, the people. They've lost their power. They've lost their base. It, it, they're, they're frantic. They don't know what to do. And all the while, they're screaming about this fake news and driving more and more people right to the very site they don't want you to look at. It, it is so amazingly genius. It, it, and I'm telling you right now, I said this when I started the show today, and I'll say it ending it. Donald Trump is 20 
steps ahead of everybody else. I, I mean, it, if anything, you like Trump, you don't like Trump, you can dislike what he's done. You have to admit the things he has done is he has shown everybody how ridiculous and how awful the mainstream media is. I mean, CNN doesn't have one news story up about the, the FISA memo. Not one. They don't want you to know about it. They're not going to report on it. It's propaganda. They're, they're, they're not news anymore. These people aren't journalists. So when CNN goes out of their way to actually do a story about journalism and actually give you the truth, I bring it to you here at the conservative cartel because it's so odd and so out of place. But Donald Trump has been a master at doing this. He has been just an absolute puppet master of controlling what message goes out of the White House. And that's why I'm going to tell you right now. This whole government shut down the clock. We've now been at, uh, it's almost noon Eastern Standard Time. We've been at 12 hours of the government shutdown. And you know what? We're all still here. Earth's still spinning. Sun's still shining. You're still breathing. And the longer this goes, the worse it's going to get for the left because we finally have a president. We finally have a leader who gets it. We finally have a leader who leads. And I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to go right back to this again. Until the government reopens here at the conservative cartel, we've opened up our donor page. we got a donor box on our website. You can go to donorbox.org, O-R-G, forward slash the conservative cartel. Or you can go to the conservativecartel.com. The link is there for every, every, every penny donated. 100% will go to Charity Nine Line Foundation helping veterans. Let's turn this government shutdown into something positive. Look, guys, we're out in Vegas next week. The Conservative Cartel is going to Vegas. You're going to want to tune in on the Conservative Cartel Facebook page. We will give you live updates. Look, I'll see you next Saturday. Tune in this weekend. Matt Locke, the Conservative Cartel, out. You're in the marketplace of liberty. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci on the Blaze Radio Network. The Blaze Radio Network. On demand.